Good morning, my lovely people. Uh, Okay, so I am coming off a month of rest and like very easy, soft launching of the mastermind. And um, it's been interesting. Okay, so about one year ago, I was just thinking about this with my husband. I was thinking it was much longer ago than this, but it was one year ago. Um, I went to my first Reiki healing appointment and pretty much the whole vibe of it was her telling me that, um, you know, I had all these, you know, she was like, I, I can really feel a lot of energy And, you know, you're clearly someone that has lots of ideas and like you're, you know, a doer and like, you know, but it's like you're, there's too much going on. You need to figure out a way to just rest, just try to relax, you know, because doing too much is clogging up all your pathways and you can't really be clear on what you want or where you're going or have you know those ideas all those ideas that you have like put into action if you're too busy keeping yourself busy and I was just kind of like okay I mean whatever lady like you don't know my life you know like I at the time you know I was I ran my own studio I owned I owned a small studio a hair studio and you know I was hustling I was working all the time. I had just done my first in-person workshop. I was working on my second one. Um, I was building my online community. Like I was wearing lots and lots and lots of hats. I was working constantly, like all the time. This was also when my health was not great. I got um, strep throat. Yeah, that was fun. I got it like the week before Christmas. It was awful. Um, although now, well, no, I, I tested positive for strep throat. I was going to say it might've been a lupus flare up, but anyway, my, I think my lupus was like coming into, I don't know. It was like getting worse because I, my migraines were getting worse. Like my insomnia was awful. Um, my freaking self-talk was terrible. Like all these things, right. But I was doing everything that I quote wanted to do. It was like, things would pop up in my mind and I would immediately like do it. I would commit to it. I would say yes. Everything was yes, 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 yes. And um, so after this Reiki session, I had taken, well, I had decided to take the week between Christmas and New Year's off because I hadn't done that in a really long time. And um, so I didn't have any clients scheduled and um, I was just home with my son and like my husband was home for most of that time. And... um. <laughs> I took a nap every single day. So my son, he's now, he's like five and a half and he doesn't take naps anymore, but he goes to his room for about an hour and a half every afternoon when he's home um, for rest time. And it's just basically quiet time. You know, he can do whatever he wants in there, but the door's closed and he's like quiet-ish. And, um, you know, just to give everyone a little bit of a break, gets him off the TV or begging for more snacks or, you know, whatever. And, uh... I would lay down on the couch and like, okay, rest, resting, resting. I'm going to, that's what I'm going to do right now. I have nothing to do. Like everything's fine. And, um, honestly, 
I fell asleep for like two hours nearly every single day that entire week I was off. And I'm convinced that it was like, I don't know, the universe's way or like my body's way of making sure that I literally did nothing because I, what I realized by the end, well, two things like, you know, sleeping in the middle of the day was its own mindset, fucked mindset work. Like, oh my gosh, you know, waking up and feeling this intense anxiety of like, oh my God, you're so lazy. Um, you didn't get anything done. Like, where's the to-do list? Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And re- But then realizing that there was nothing actually to do. That my business hadn't changed. Nothing was different. Everything was fine. And I felt better. And these are the crazy things that we as humans and especially women like have to realize before we realize that it's okay. Like so many of us ignore our body's cues to rest or to slow down or to say no. And it's wild to me. Like, and it's so funny because I've come like so far in my journey just from last year at this time has changed so much. I mean, obviously we were like heading into Corona time. So, you know, obviously things were going to change. Um, and I just was like, Oh my God, was that only one year ago? My husband was like, yeah, I think so. I was like, Holy moly. How is that even possible? And, you know, the thing is, there's just no way to know how your journey is going to end up. But if you have a deep desire to do things maybe differently, or you just know that the way you're doing them is hard, it just feels really hard. And like you're constantly pushing and like coming up on edges and like not in a good way, you know, in like the yucky way, the uncomfortable way, the way that never even when you finish the thing that you quote have to do, you still don't feel any better. Just know that there's other ways. There are other ways to do things and there are, you know, there's so much more out there for you. And it's hard because everywhere we look, every coach, every educator, especially if you're in the beauty business, um, People are telling us how to grind harder. They're telling us how, you know, their worksheets and their frameworks and their funnels and their whatevers, their programs, their trainings are what we need. And the thing is, we don't need to keep looking for more shit to do. What we need is to literally scale down so that we can scale up. And I know that sounds confusing, but hear me out. Instead of looking around and trying to attach ourselves onto every, you know, framework, every, I, every, every, uh, what am I trying to say? You know, the ideas or ideals of like every coach or educator out there because it's wrapped up in a shiny package. Think about what really makes sense? Does it make sense to add more to your plate, to your already full and 
probably overflowing plate? Or does it make sense to start taking things away, taking things off the plate, delegating things to other people, just simply like being okay with saying no or not doing certain things that are not going to move the needle forward um, so that you have more time for yourself, for your family, so you have downtime, so that you don't have clients calling you or texting you 24-7. Like There are so many ways creative entrepreneurs just stretch themselves so thin that there's literally nothing left there's like I remember just looking back like for so long I was stretching myself so thin for everything and everyone else there was nothing left for me to even even think or do for myself like I didn't even know who I was anymore or how I wanted to run my business or who I wanted to be or what kind of impact I wanted to make because I was just so tired. I was like, I can't make any more decisions. Like, fuck this, you know? And then God, I mean, don't even ask me if I had a hobby. Like, the fuck? What's a hobby? Like, I remember joking. Gosh, I have like a frog in my throat, you guys. I remember joking with people about how about how I didn't need a hobby because I loved my job and it's like okay but you still should have some sort of hobby or like maybe don't think of it like a hobby because maybe that puts pressure like you have to figure out something else to do right but what do you like to do for yourself what do you like to do for fun yes working if you're a creative entrepreneur uh, chances are working fulfills you in a way that feels fun and it feels like it could be a hobby, but it's not, okay? We have to be able to separate at least a little bit of ourselves from what we do. And, you know, what's funny is like I just was looking at it too complicated. You know, it was like now I take a bath almost every single day. My husband got me the best bath setup ever, so I have my tray and I have my pillow and I make my bath salts and it's like I take my book in there and sometimes I'll write content in there. Um, I'll listen to podcasts. Um, I should start recording podcasts in the bath. That'd be pretty funny. Um, you know, I listen, sometimes I'll even like tune into to certain trainings from my coach or like live videos or whatever. And um, I'll spend like an hour hour and a half in the bath. I mean, I consider that my my hobby, okay? It doesn't have to be I picked up sewing or like, you know, I what else what else do people do for hobbies? I paint. I I mean, it doesn't have to be so serious, like it doesn't have to cost money. Um I used to love baking and cooking and um I got myself so again overstretched for time that I didn't even enjoy making dinner anymore it was like a chore and so one of my goals over the last few months has been to um ease back into cooking for fun and um baking for fun so if I feel like I want to I just try and make it really easy for myself to do that um but if I don't then I I don't force it whereas before it's like oh I want to do this for fun so I have to go do this and it's like okay you just 
freaking suck the fun right out of it, you know, like, because that's just how I was with everything. I, it was just, everything was forced. Everything felt super hard. Everything was a vanity metric and it just sucked. Like there was nothing I could do that was going to be good enough or measure up to be good enough according to the standards that I had built up in my mind, which are bullshit, totally bullshit anyway. So anyway, my, my point in all of this is to say, if you, maybe you don't think you're burnt out, maybe you do really enjoy that hustle life. I get it. It is a weird, hard unlearning. It really is because what do we do when we don't have anything to do? We have to sit with ourselves. We have to be in our own thoughts. We have to be in our own bodies. We have to feel our own feelings. You know, maybe that means we're bored sometimes. But I mean, what a luxury to be bored. That's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing to like not have a plan for the day or like, oh, look at that. I don't know. I'm just going to putz around for three hours because I don't have anything I have to do today. And let me tell you, at first, it's going to feel... Like you might have some anxiety. It's going to feel a little bit like wrong, right? Like you're breaking some rules. I'm breaking rules here. Like this isn't how things are supposed to go. I'm supposed to be doing stuff all the time. Like I'm a lazy POS if I'm not doing shit all the time. And those are the kinds of things we have to stop telling ourselves, right? Like this is where mindset work comes in. Being able to tell ourselves, I am worthy of my goals. I am worthy of my desires. I am worthy of receiving even if I am not working or producing. I am worthy of getting paid even if I didn't work all day today, right? Like, I mean, I have coaching clients. They pay me. And before, if I would get their payment and I wasn't, quote, working like that day or at that moment, I would feel all these weird things would come up. Like, I needed to send it back to them or I needed to like get on the phone with them or I needed to do something for them um, in order to be worthy of receiving that money. Yes, Leo? Um, There's a present out there. Okay, do one more race. Let me finish this up and then we'll open it up, okay? (laughs) Oh, very lovely. Shaking his little tushy. That other one is is the last one. Uh Uh-huh. It is. (laughs) Okay, I'll see you in a minute. Um and you know, receiving to receive is also a whole huge part of this. Um, you know, even something as simple as my husband giving me a foot massage, I used to think I had to reciprocate something in some way. And um now I just am like thank you. That was lovely. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't put that pressure on myself to always reciprocate things. Okay. Think about a compliment. When someone compliments you, do you, do you just like, do you deflect it? Like, oh no, no, no. Like these shoes were like $5. Like, okay, whatever. Or do you immediately throw it back at them? Like, no girl, like you look hella good today. Oh my God. You know, I mean, try just, I don't know, for fun, maybe just try saying thank you when someone compliments you or when someone gives you something and not feeling that stress ball 
immediately form in your stomach like how am I going to repay this what am I going to get them how am I going to no 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 we just say thank you we appreciate the gesture the gift the whatever and then we move on and that's enough and that spills over into everything we do right because we so for example if you're a coach or an educator of some kind we're not responsible for the results of our clients we are not responsible for our clients results that has been a huge another unlearning for me okay because as a stylist we feel very responsible for the results of our clients, right? Because it's a, it's a tangible service. We do their hair, they like it, they pay us, they go home. We do their hair, they don't like us, they still have to pay us, they go home, it's awkward, right? It feels very personal. But the same rules apply. It's not up to us to control our clients' feelings. And clients are allowed to be human. They're allowed to not like what we do. They're allowed to maybe not like it on them. They're allowed to, you know, change their mind. Um, with coaching, you know, I can't, I, I can only do so much. I can show up. I can serve. I can listen. I can, I can give the best guidance and mentorship that I can. But at the end of the day, it's up to, it's up to that person. It's up to my clients if they're going to put things into action, if they're going to um, choose, you know, to apply the things we've talked about, you know, um, if they're doing their mindset work, like I can't be in their brains or in their houses and their whatever's every day, making sure they're doing what they need to do. And honestly, that that is not allowing for an empowered person, right? Like we are all very autonomous, sovereign beings, and we can make our own decisions. We can't like, I don't know if you have, did you have like a helicopter parent growing up, a mom who like hovered and like tried to shelter you and do everything for you? I mean, I don't know, that backfires. That does not actually help someone become an autonomous, sovereign being, right? It just makes them even it may it it they end up lacking the skills to be able to make their own decisions and that's not what we want so you know it's okay to i feel like i have totally tangented off but it's still relevant i promise so receiving to receive is a huge mindset piece to slowing down scaling down in order to level up or scale up in your business. Because when we start saying no to things, when we start saying yes to ourselves, the whole receiving to receive thing is going to come up, right? Like I have had to really embrace the fact that I was going to get in the bath for an hour and a half and like my family was didn't wasn't going to need me or like it was going to be fine, that I wasn't selfish. And you know, now I can do that and Every once in a while, I might start feeling that antsy feeling of like, oh, you should probably get out. You've like taken up too much time. Like it's time to go like be a mom and a wife. But honestly, okay, go go get it. I have to finish this though, okay? So give me just a second. Um, I have to finish this recording. 
Yeah. Um, and <laughs> my son really wants to open up a present that someone dropped off for him. I'll let you know. It'll be just another minute, okay? You're being really patient. <laughs> um, and so, you know, every once in a while those thoughts will come up like, oh gosh, you know, I've spent too long in here. Like I'm, you know, taking up too much time, too selfish, la la la, whatever. But, you know, being able to tell myself that it's not selfish, it's everything is fine, no one's angry, like, you know, it's all good. Like I, I had to really deepen into all of those mindset tools that I've been utilizing for the last couple of years. And, um, and then, so being able to, to know that during that time, there wasn't anything else that needed to be done, that I didn't need to be anywhere else, that the life was going on with, without me just fine in my household. Like all those things play a role in making my, helping me just enjoy the damn bath, right? So just remember, if you're saying yes to everything under the sun, except for yourself, you're finding that at the end of the day, your brain is spinning, you don't know how to concentrate on anything, there's still so much you want to do, but like you have no time. Um, You know, I can't tell you how many, how many women I spoke with who are interested in joining my mastermind, who could not commit because they said they had so many other commitments already. And what's so interesting about that is they would all tell me exactly what goals they had for themselves and then immediately follow it up with, you know, but I'm just so, so busy and stressed out. I was like, well, you, you get, you can choose to say no to some of the things that are making you feel stressed out, you know, but we forget that we have that autonomy We forget that we are not responsible for other people and their feelings, right? Like we're allowed to say no to friends, to family. We're allowed to, like, we don't have to sign our kids up for every fucking whatever thing under the sun. Like we don't have to say yes to every free training. We don't have to say yes to every Facebook group. We don't have to say yes to every, like, you know, low ticket offer that pops into our newsfeed just because that person says, this is the ticket to growing your Instagram, or this is the ticket to filling your books or whatever it is. Because honestly, what we need to do, and I can attest to this just so much because it's what I had to end up doing, was really, really assessing all the, all the yeses, all the things I'm saying yes to, do I need to do these things? And then once I realized how many of those things really either could be delegated, well, only a couple really could be delegated. Most of them were things I didn't even need to be doing. They were total busy work. They were not moving the needle. They were not making me more money. They were not making me happier. And they were not getting me closer to my goals. They were wrapped up in a pretty package that made it seem like they were getting me closer to my goals, but they weren't. They were just distracting me. So ask yourself, is this distracting me from my goal or is it actually moving me closer toward it? And if you still need a little bit more guidance, most of us do, you guys. Like there, I I also have had some interesting feedback about the mastermind where it was like, I don't, 
I'm, I'm good. Like I'm on, I'm on a path of growth and I don't need any help. And it's like, okay, I get it. Like it's not for everybody. A mastermind's not for someone who it's just not for, right? But honestly, I mean, I joined a mastermind when my business was fucking booming. Okay. Booming. But I was miserable and I just wanted to, I needed a I needed support in making myself less miserable. But what's interesting is that my business was already booming, but it shifted in a way that I was so unprepared for when I committed to my, the mastermind I was in with my coach, um, because I was able to do the things I really wanted to do. It changed the way I did business. It changed the way I showed up in my business. And and it'll never be the same. And I would never have been able to get there on my own. Maybe I would have, but it would have taken me, I don't know, 10 times as long. And I just am such a believer in community support, in sisterhood, um, as a catalyst to really allowing you to reach those goals and desires, honestly. Um, so I have, as of today, I have two seats left in the mastermind. So this is Monday. (laughs) You're going to hear this on Tuesday. So I have no idea what's going to happen by Tuesday, but, um, I have two seats left in the mastermind. We start next week, um, January 5th and you get amazing support from me for six months. It is a commitment. It's, you know, not necessarily inexpensive, but, you know, what really is these days, right? I mean, even the low ticket offers, it's, 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 that could be expensive to someone, especially if they don't apply the things, right? Whereas a $3,600 mastermind might not feel expensive if you're expanding and growing and be just seeing new versions of yourself and doing business in a new way and feeling really fucking good and you're getting so much out of it right if you're getting so much value out of it that's not going to feel like it's a shit ton of money does that make sense it's like a mindset thing kind of um but anyway it's $3600 it's 600 bucks a month um creative payment plans are accepted uh where you're going to get three calls every month three group calls three one-on-one calls um total over the six months with me. Um, you'll be in sisterhood with seven other people. It's going to be amazing, you guys. So seriously, if you've been thinking about it, if you've been on the fence, you have to tell me now because this week is it. It's That's it. Doors are closing. Um, it's over. Uh, yeah, and we start and it's going to be so, so, so good. And I just can't wait to see who these last two people are. Okay, um, I will leave the link in the show notes, I'll leave, um, come find me on Instagram if you have questions. Um, and I'll talk to you guys next time. Okay. Love ya. Bye.